0: Hey guys, it's Katie and welcome back to another episode of Saddle Bunny. I am so excited to be here with you guys. Um, This little intro before my episode with Shaylee, I had an amazing talk with her about her year since we've last talked and what she's planning to do for the rest of the year. And it was just a really good time. Um, But I just wanted to pop in here really quick, do this little intro and say thank you so much for all the support and love that Saddle Bunny has been getting. I cannot believe the listens and downloads like it's actually blowing my mind um and like (laughs) kind of freaking me out i never thought that i was going to get this amount of like um i don't know excitement and love for this podcast and i cannot thank you guys enough um i i really appreciate each and every one of you and i'm glad that this connects with you and that you feel seen or heard or i don't know represented through this um and i hope it continues to be like that i also love all the messages about margaritaville and I just, I literally just responding to all of you talking about Margaritaville is what made me want to make this intro. I I still can't stop thinking about Jimmy Buffett. And someone brought up to me that there's a Margaritaville in Vegas. And I just can't get it off my brain. This idea of going there on the strip while I'm at the NFR. Like, I will be at Margaritaville. Do we meet at Margaritaville in Vegas? <laughs> i'm sorry guys i just i'm too into it i love this idea um anyways okay that's all i wanted to say i love you guys so much and i'm so 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 thankful that you guys care to listen and i all the reviews oh my gosh i literally thank you for rating it thank you for reviewing it thank you for sharing it with your friends um anyways I'm gonna, I'll make it short and sweet. I'll get off of here, okay? And we'll get into the meat and bones, meat and potatoes, meat and, bo- meat and bones. What am I saying? The meat and potatoes of this podcast. Hello, guys, and welcome to this is our second ever guest episode of Saddle Bunny. And I'm here with my, I, I freaking love her, Shaylee from West Esperanto.
1: What's up? What's up? I'm so excited to be here. The suspense that has been building, like, on Saddle Bunny account, and then once this is all revealed, it's just going to blow people's minds, and so I'm so excited to be a part of it.
0: (laughs) I have been, I talked to, I recorded with Marika, I think last week, and I was talking to her about it too, because I'm like, in the episode, I can like talk about me being it, and like it's revealed and all, but in real life, I'm still very much like playing Hannah Montana double life situation and I'm having I'm having a really good time it's been like a really great creative outlet and I feel like I have no rules because I'm not attached to it or anything and that's been really fun and I don't know that it's just been a cool I'm having a good just a good time pretending to be someone else I guess I don't know it's weird as that sounds
1: I think it's been fun anytime I've shared like on my stories or anything about it people like oh I think I know who it is but I don't know what it is and I'm just like yeah i I don't know, man. Like, I just, I couldn't tell you. Because, like, (laughs) even though I do know, like, just, like, just watching it unfold has been really cool. Like you said, the Hannah Montana, like, people want to know, but it's, like, the mystery that they don't know who or, like, what it really is, it's just, like marketing brilliance I love it
0: thank you I've been like uh sharing like certain people can like ask all like if people share the graphics all like like tell them the secret on certain days and there's been a couple girls that I've picked them to tell the secret and they respond to me that they don't want to know they're like don't tell me I'm like having fun I'm like okay cool like you don't have I'll pick someone else you don't have to tell me twice so that's been kind of fun and I didn't expect it to get that much like people to be that invested and like sending me they're like like they're like going in like things that aren't even clues they're like this is a clue they've got like freaking whole maps out i'm like yeah so a lot of people it's also gotten a lot of people from like the equestrian community which is not a community i'm part of at all so i have to like go through the girls that Share the post when I decide who I'm gonna like reveal a secret to, and make sure they even know who I am because it's just gonna be the most awkward <laughs> DM conversation in the world. Because it's this girl that's like a jumper from Maine, and I'm like, she doesn't follow even like anyone from this corner of the internet. I'm like, she is gonna be in for an interesting surprise. Like when she realizes it's me and she has no idea who I am. So that's been an interesting part of it too. Is just like the wide kind of audience that it's gained, which has been pretty cool. Um, I feel like and it's
1: because you really tapped into you know kind of like a niche part of like the whole equestrian western like horse girl community because even though it's not necessarily referring to like western or equestrian like a saddle is essentially a saddle to a lot of people no matter what like what they ride and so it's like saddle but yeah we're chasing horses like like you know you just have expanded that reach and I even with like western being like your main focus like kind of from just the background that I know you come from, it's like, that's cool that you're reaching this other like medium of requesting it.
0: Yeah, and I never thought about that when I was coming up with the name. I just was like, yeah, I like this, uh, that's good. And now that I, I've done it, I'm like, well, that was actually pretty smart. Go, go I'm, I'm happy with myself for that. So that's been pretty cool. What have you been up to? What's going on with you? I know you were just in Cheyenne, which is super freaking cool, I'm so jealous. I feel like more people went to Cheyenne this year than any other year, like so many people were there.
1: So many people, when I, we really only went to the rodeo one day, we went to a few concerts. Uh, My girlfriend, Danya Barber, she's a photographer that I've been working with for years. Um, Her boyfriend and my husband have become like besties because we could just kind of like force them to hang out together (laughs) when we're together, but he's, you know, fishing hunting country guy. And so like him and my husband have so much in common. Um, And so, Danya messaged me. She's like, Hey, I got two extra tickets for these two concerts. Like, Craig told me to get extra tickets in case you guys wanted to come. And so, like, oh, how cool. We didn't really have a plan other than we had the tickets and we booked our flight and we just kind of showed up and we're like, Okay, what are we doing? That <laughs> is so cool. Summer is always just like such a busy traveling time for me. And so I feel like I'm gone more than I'm home, which I'm, it's super fun. I'm super grateful that I have the opportunities to travel, whether it be for work or for fun. But I'm home this weekend and I'm like so thankful for it to
0: like get caught up. I feel you cause I've been the same way. Like this whole year, I feel like I've been going all over the place and I'm not even trying to, I'm like, I want to stay home. And I like was planning to be done traveling for the rest of the year or like literally until Vegas. It's like, I'm not leaving again. And then we got a call that a uh, fair up in Oregon wants us to shoot for them, like the Deschutes County Fair. And so now I'm going to that next, literally on Tuesday. I just found out on Friday. I'm like, okay, guess we're leaving again. I was like going to bring my suitcase back to my mom's because I'm borrowing hers. I'm like, I guess I'll just keep it. That we're, I'm leaving again. So yeah, but, and you guys have all the cool rodeos in the Northwest, like around 4th of July and stuff. So how could you not want to just be up there all the time? When we lived up there, you have like Puyallup and I think it's, is it Wenatchee? Is it, it, happens or... Ellensburg that's what I'm thinking of not not Wenatchee Ellensburg Puyallup you have obviously freaking uh penalty yeah St. Paul dude literally so many things going on which is like I mean what how could you want to stay home you were gonna want to hit all of those you've got cool ones I'm such a little rodeo junkie and it's just Same. like
1: I mean traveling to rodeos is what I did as a kid and like even though I would just like say get out of the trailer and be like hey bye mom I'm gonna go to the carnival or I'm gonna go like meet up with like my other like rodeo kid friends but yeah. I feel like since I did that growing up it's like ingrained in me and I'm like okay I just want to go to like all the rodeos whether I know someone competing or not like it's just yeah. like it's my favorite sporting event to attend
0: same and it's like I mean you have not experienced a, a sporting event until you've been to a rodeo like that especially with contestants or something when you're traveling with them, it's a whole different vibe. We have a bunch of friends that are wild horse racers in Prescott and we go up there every year for Prescott Rodeo in the summer. And it's just so it's so different being like with them versus like going and watching just as a like as a regular watcher I don't know if that makes sense like they they just watch the wild horse racing and then they go to their truck and drink the rest of the night like nobody's sitting in this stance you're like eating funnel cake at the back of somebody's truck in contestant parking like that's what you do at Prescott for 10 days yeah yeah no literally so much fun and yeah like I love the summer rodeos it's a little bit hotter down here but thankfully the prescott and our big ones are up north so it wasn't as bad because we've had like 118 degree days here which has been like a lot for us <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what taylor told me She, i'm like what's the weather like up there like can i wear jeans and she's like yeah it's really hot it's like in the high 80s low 90s i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah i'm gonna wear pants <laughs> that's like cold for me yeah i'm like some of your nights go into the 70s i'm gonna need a hoodie like i'm gonna need sweatpants what are you talking about yeah i'm like excited to get into that weather same thing i was in la a couple week like last weekend and uh she was like it's this is our hottest weekend we have a massive heat wave every morning they're opening their like back door like their sliding glass doors to let the air in and i'm like this is not a heat wave in arizona you cannot literally have even a crack in your house or you'll be sweating like there's this is not a heat wave. This is a moderate weather. We're doing good out here. Yeah. Do you have any other cool plans for the summer? What, do you, what else are you doing?
1: Yeah. So um, next weekend, which is the first weekend of August, since I don't know, I forget when you said this was going to air, but the first weekend of August, I'm going to Sweet Home, Oregon, which is a little bit south of the Portland area. I think like an hour south of Portland for Oregon Jamboree, which is a three-day music festival. Um, I've never been to it. I always heard about it when I was going to school in Oregon, but I was too broke, didn't have a car, so couldn't afford to go. Now we're going here at 31. I'm going to make it. Um, And then later in August, I'm going to WESA and Dallas Market Center. Um, I'm still one of the Dallas Market Center style eyes. And so that's one of the big Western markets of the year. And then other than that, just a couple rodeos. I know, like I said, Ellensburg is coming up and that's a big one in the area. September is Pendleton Roundup. And I pretty much I just head down there and camp in a horse trailer for a week for that one. Um, Yeah, just that's kind of like my big picture plans. You know, I have little stuff here and there. But that's those are my big things coming.
0: I'm dead. I was like, do you have any other plans for traveling? You say like five things. and You're like, yeah, just you're like, just this a couple little things, Nothing really that intense. Yeah. Uh, So the last time we talked was like at length, I think was in Vegas. It's been a little bit. How has the be- first six months of your year been? Have you had, what, are, what were the highlights for you? Anything that was like really, really tough or good? Highs, lows, whatever? This year,
1: I didn't really plan on it being, but it is my travel era. So you are. I mean, like January, I went to Dallas again for a Dallas Market Center for a week, turned around, went to Mexico for a week on our like delayed honeymoon looked so fun your room looks so cool (laughs) it was it was honestly like the perfect time of year to go because it wasn't too hot it was kind of cool in the water but it wasn't bad and then november or november february we went to arizona just um again with donia and her boyfriend just for a little like fun weekend and then march we spent like two and a half weeks in new zealand Nick's like rodeo buddy who's from New Zealand was getting married and so we're like, we're gonna turn this into a whole trip. And we went down there and it was so much fun, but it was, I mean, it was two and a half weeks. Like I was gone more than I was home that month. Um, And then we turned around and I went back to Texas like two or three times for work or for the PBR finals. Um, And then like brandings on the weekends I was home because we went to like three or four brandings this year. So it's just been kind of go, go, go a lot more for like my personal life than my work life but again it's like i have fought so hard for so long to get to this point that i can take these kinds of trips and kind of relax you know mix in a little work while i'm on the road but mostly just enjoy my time um so i'm super grateful for that but i will say this year it's on it's still my first full year working as a solopreneur like fully for myself and so i've learned a lot. I've kind of really learned some boundaries that I didn't know I needed to make for myself.
0: Yeah. And okay, this is going to sound funny, but uh, did you like follow Alexis Ren and Jay Alvarez in like 2015, 2016? They were like traveling all over the place, making these travel videos where they'd be like on a beach and like eating fruit out of a watermelon or whatever. Okay. I remember when they broke up. I watched Alexis Wren's interview and she was like, like a, for a magazine, they were like talking to her about the breakup and like, why did you break up every thought they're made for each other? And she's like, the traveling is a lot. Like, you don't understand. Like, I was sick every week and I hated being gone. And I remember like 16 year old me was listening to that interview. And I was like, no way. I would never get tired of leaving. I would be, I want to be gone all the time. And then now I like have a joke with my sisters. I'm like, yeah, I'm basically Alexis Wren now. Like, I travel all over the place and I hate it. And I'm <laughs> I'm the same way as her. I get it now. I like can relate to her on something. I, that's like my little joke. And then and also, you went to uh, Roadrunner while you were in Arizona. I want your thoughts on Roadrunner. Roadrunner, if you guys are listening, is a... We have, like, multiple Bucking Bull bars in Arizona. The two big ones are Buffalo Chip and Roadrunner. And there is a, they're just an experience that you can't get anywhere else. It's the most unique thing ever. Roadrunner is our more punchy one, which I don't know how true that is now. It's, it's a lot more mainstream now than it was. And then Buffalo Chip was, like, only sorority people sorority and frat people like it was just people from asu but now like i feel like now they've both picked up so much and there's like a lot of great people watching the bull riding is usually very bad which is awesome to watch because <laughs> they're taking it so seriously like the confidence on these men i've never seen anything like it like this is their super bowl like
1: iconic it was- it was so fun. I think that was like the first night we got in and they're like, Yeah, we'll just like go grab dinner and then like stop by the roadrunner, see what's going on. And then she like kind of mentioned that there was bull riding, but I was like, like open? Like you can just walk up and be like, Yeah, I'm <laughs> on a bowl. And they're like, Yeah, you can like go sign up. I'm like, Well, let's let's go They check have it you out.
0: pay, you pay them twenty-five dollars or something like that to get on.
1: It's insane. But like I wish we had bars like that up here because yeah, there's like the arena over here. And then like on the backside of the grandstands, um, cause we got there kind of late, like they were halfway through the bull riding. So we were kind of watching from afar and then that wrapped up and there was like a little bonfire and people just like throwing pallets of wood, like, yeah. you know, it's not really designated. It's just like, okay, let's burn a pile of wood right here. And it's like, you know, you just like get your beer and you're standing around the fire. And then we went inside for a little bit and sat in there. And I'm like, this is awesome. By the end of that trip, I'm like, Nick. We are packing up every winter. We're moving down to Arizona. You can shoe in Wickenburg. There's tons of potential clients. We're just going to live our like nomad Arizona living life. And I was full blown for it. But now I like haven't really followed up with that dream yet. But I like I need to frequent Arizona in those winter months.
0: There's so ever since those started doing Westerns just trending. So those started doing better. And then now we have another one that opened up. Closer over in Whitman, which also does team ropings. So it's a giant bar with like a stage with musicians. It's like, I'd say double the size of Roadrunner and it has a roping arena. So they run actual ropings out of it. So you can either go watch team roping or you can go rope. And then you also have a full service restaurant, a Dylan's, like barbecue restaurant with South Carolina barbecue. And then you have like a musician on stage. There's like games. They do goat ropings there every Wednesday all winter long. Ethan is like goat roping fiend. Like he would rather, almost rather rope goats than fricking actual... I'm like, every Wednesday, he's like, yeah, I'm gone, we're roping. I'm like, oh, what, you go into this arena, that arena? No, it's the goat roping at Western Trails. So I'm like, okay, have fun. Like, there's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole thing. So there's so much to do here in the winter, and especially the bull, the bull bars are just hysterical. There's, a, like I said, a lot of amateur bull riding. I didn't realize how big of a deal a lot of them were, though. Like, Cowboy Channel, RDF TV, uh, sponsors the Buffalo Chip Arena, which is, like, insane. And I don't think you guys went to that one, but it's way smaller than the one you were at. Like it's like a Coliseum style deal, but it's a super tiny arena. And it's just like the seating's like piled up on the sides. Beyond me, honestly, it's insane. And it packs in, like last time we were there, you couldn't walk, you're like brushing against people. It's like a serious fire hazard. Yeah, I'm like, I don't go to that one anymore because I don't want to deal with that. But yeah, Roadrunner is my favorite because like you're saying like they're just like burning pallets in the middle of the, in the middle of the bar. You're like, oh, okay, sure. like It's like you're in somebody's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, so, and then they'll put the people that pay $25, they're basically on a roping steer. Like, that's what they're riding when they pay it. And they're, it's so good. So awesome to watch. Yeah. So that was that's super cool. And New Zealand, I can't, like, was that your first? No, you went to Mexico. Was that your first time, like, overseas? Or have you been overseas before?
1: My first, yeah. like, big, you know, like, 12-hour flight. Because, you know, Mexico isn't, like, too hard to get to from... states i feel like even like coming from the northwest yeah new zealand was the most beautiful country i've ever been to the people are so nice and the country doesn't have like a single predator like it's not like australia with like the big snakes and spiders and all that like there's just like that that's where the kiwi bird comes from and it's like the kiwi bird is death blind and flightless like it like (laughs) like how does it still survive we don't know because there's nothing there to really eat it and um at one point the dinner rehearsal for the wedding um we went up to like where the ceremony was afterwards and like we're setting up chairs and it's like I'm looking at mountains this way and then I turn 180 degrees and it's the Pacific Ocean like it's the most picturesque country I've ever been to and again I was like if I was 20 years old and like unattached from anything like I would move over there in our winters which is their summers and like just work on a farm and just like Be that little, like, because that's what a lot of people do. Like, we met people from, like, England or, like, Canada. Like, a lot of people just will go over there to work, like, on the farms over there. That
0: is so cool. That is so cool. And I've never even, I don't really know much about New Zealand. Like, honestly, didn't even, like... You honestly have introduced me to it, really. Like, it kind of just flew over my head. And then seeing you there and how beautiful it was, I was, I was like, maybe I would want to go here. Like, I've always wanted to go to Australia. But, you know, it, I mean, Australia does have tons of predators and craziness. So, but that it looked gorgeous. We were on,
1: there's a North Island and South Island. And even before, like, literally until our plane landed in, over in New Zealand, people were like, oh, are you going to North Island or South Island? And I'm like, I have no idea. I, like, there's two? I get, like, I don't and so we were on the South Island, which I heard is the better one. And we did like, we kind of did a tour. We were going to go around um, like the whole thing, but the weather was kind of bad on the West coast um, when we were going to go. So we're like, we'll just stay over on like the nicer side, but it just reminds me a lot of um, like the Oregon and Washington coast, a little bit of Montana and like, just like this Northwest and like Northern America er- area, like, just like the scenery, like the landscaping. Um, Yeah. So it's, it reminded me a lot of home, which was cool. Is
0: it all islands? Is New Zealand just islands?
1: Yeah. It's just two islands, like detached. It's like off the coast of Australia.
0: I tell me why in my head that I thought New Zealand was near like Finland or something like That's what my brain (laughs) was telling me i'm like putting it on the map me completely unaware because in my head i was like wow and she was at the beach i wonder if she was on the coast it's a freaking island i don't even know that dude that's crazy (laughs) have you do you know anything about matthew mcconaughey um i like him like in terms of what i guess (laughs) i didn't know a lot about him but i read his uh his what is that called his memoir green lights and he actually like was an exchange student for like two years in Australia and he like talks about it and stuff he was on the coast and like talking about going to New Zealand and all kinds of stuff I've me thinking New Zealand's in Finland not realizing it's literally right off the coast of Australia but yeah no he uh, that's a cool part of his memoir random Australia fact for you
1: (laughs) I'm gonna have to read it now and he'll like talk about the areas I'm like I've been there
0: (laughs) It's actually a really good, like, it's a good book. Like, I didn't think I was going to like it, and I knew nothing about him. Like, I know people that are, like, diehard Matthew McConaughey fans, but he narrates the whole audiobook, and it's, like, a podcast, and he just, like, goes off about his life. And I guess that he's journaled his entire life, like, since he was a little, like, in high school, and he likes to just write little, like, he calls them bumper stickers they're like phrases for life like having a good life or whatever and throughout this book there's like bumper stickers that he's written like through his whole life like at the time he's talking about he'll like tell you a bumper sticker he came up with and yeah it's like actually pretty like deep and cool i was like really into it um he talks about like how he got into acting which is like kind of by accident just like random because i feel like he was a huge deal for a long time like yeah, so pretty good book actually. Didn't think I was going to like it, but that's a total side note. Matthew McConaughey.
1: I do love some Matthew McConaughey. He's like I'll watch every movie he's in.
0: <laughs> and his voice is great. Like he's narrating the audiobook. I was like, I don't even care what you're talking about. I'm going to listen to this. His his parents are like low-key kind of crazy. Like he opens the book, like the first three lines of the book is like my parents met and got married in whatever year they then got divorced and remarried this year this year and this year to each other and then he describes a regular conversation they would have His dad would like walk in the kitchen his mom would threaten to stab him pull out a knife from the washing machine then she'd be like boys go outside and then they would like lock them out while they like did the deed in the house I, like that was like their normal I'm like I don't know if that's healthy but like good for you I'm glad you're proud of it I guess I don't know I'll you where you are
1: so something something worked for you
0: there yeah but he's like looking at it as like a really good thing i'm like i don't know if i agree but it is a cool story so but so is new zealand your favorite trip you've been on this year yeah definitely
1: yeah like i would totally go back
0: again do it again do do you want to be anywhere else, go anywhere else outside the country
1: yeah i really want to go to europe i don't know if i like late spring early like, summer just like Saw so many like influencers follow influencers I followed like in Italy, but I'm like, yes. why is everyone in Italy? Why am I not in Italy? And so no. I'm like, Nick, like, do you want to go to Europe like before or after we have kids? Um, because like, let's <laughs> go to Italy.
0: <laughs> no, literally everyone was in Italy. This is a very funny side story. And I was just naming this. I was calling this. I thought everyone was calling it Hot Girl Italy trip. Like I just thought everybody was doing Hot Girl Italy summer. And me and my sister were like we're not going on hot girl Italy trip. Okay. We're not in the tax bracket to go on hot girl Italy, but we're both doing the same thing. We're like, why are we not there? And then when my uncle passed away, my parents fly us all to Florida and we're only going to be there for like a weekend. And I'm like, Georgia, this is our hot girl Italy. This, we need to make this into it. So we're like shopping for outfits, like trying to make this our like Tr- our trip you know we ended up like flying frontier our flight got delayed six hours like this mid the whole time i just would look at her and we'd be like hot girl italy trip this is it hot girl florida like this <laughs> this is what we're making it into but yeah no that's like that was everywhere i'm glad that you said that because everybody that i've told this bit to that me and georgia were doing they're like what are you talking about I'm like everyone was in italy am i the only per- person that saw them yeah it was just the thing to do this summer and, like, even people I just know in, in life, like, their family just took them out there. Like, not influencers, just people. For, like, three weeks. I'm like, what the heck?
1: I know. it. Like, I never, like, I obviously want to go to Europe. I want to go to Italy. But, like, this spring I was like, I need to mm-hmm. be in Positano right now.
0: <laughs> literally. Literally. I was, like, watching. I, like, have already mapped out my trip. I wasn't even that passionate about it. But, you know, I think the reason why they all went there is because Italy's actually the cheapest place to travel to in Europe from here The like round trip ticket is sometimes as low as $500 yeah so I learned that because I just wanted to go somewhere I was like I don't know where I'm going but let's figure out where I'm going first and then I found out to get to Rome it's only that it's really not that bad and I was like well maybe I could actually do this and then I guess Airbnbs are really decent like it's not if you get a group going it's not bad so maybe that's why everybody was there because actually like it's the poor man's trip to Europe apparently that is crazy I yeah. went
1: to, um, so I went to Morgan Wallen in San Francisco, or San Diego a few weeks ago with some girlfriends. And I guess, like, they've been friends, um, like, since they were little kids. And I I knew one from locally, but she's from California. So the other girl that was with us is, like, her friend that still lives in California. And I kind of, like, third wheeled on their, like, annual girls trip. And I was like, hey, nice. I'll go to Morgan Wallen. If you guys yeah. can get your hands on an extra ticket, count me in. Yeah. And we literally were talking and we're like, okay, I really want to go to Italy and go to Europe. And they're like, oh my gosh, same. We just don't know if like our husbands would be down. Like they would say they wouldn't want to go, but then like they'd have FOMO. So they would have to come. I'm like, okay, we'll literally just get my like, all the couples together and like the guys can go do their thing while we sit on the beach and eat pasta and drink wine. And it'll be just like a couple's Euro trip.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that because I was going to say literally that's like my husband, like he he's just he's a cowboy he's like why we don't need to leave we have everything we could possibly ever want here i don't need to see anything you need you want to see something we'll go to we'll go to we'll go to cheyenne for for frontier days like that's what that's the trip so like same but i know he would be the same way like if i planned it without him he'd be like well why am i not coming and i'm like you said you didn't want to go to hot girl italy so which one is it no i i would love to go to europe too i think that would be super fun um especially hot girl Italy, honestly. Um, so that you've, I was talking to Marika about this a little bit cause I was watching you guys do this. You guys just did, uh, your boots with Lane. What was the process like for you? I talked a little bit t- with Marika about it. What was it really custom? Like what did you do and how did like, I don't know, did you approach them? Did they approach you? Like what was the situation?
1: Yeah. So this tech, the boots is technically like my third product launch with a brand like that because I, i've done the perfume with Hui and then a couple collections with rock and roll denim and so like moving into the booth space was like super exciting um i was already at market i forget i think this was like a year and a half ago it was not this last january but like two januaries ago they were like hey we'd love to like sit down with you kind of talk about like partnership opportunities And I was like, well, yeah, like I'm definitely down Lane boots is actually the very first Western boot company I ever worked with, like in my business. And like, I didn't realize that at the time, but I started thinking about it with my boot launch coming out. I was like, this is like really a full circle moment. Like they're the first people to ever send me a pair of boots and like show interest in me. Like when I was still like, not really a big name out there. And so it was really cool that they approached me for this. And so we sat down, had a meeting kind of tossed the idea out. We talked about different like boot styles and colors and different kinds of leather to use. Um, and so that kind of got our ball rolling. And then I, I know the design, the boot designer for Lane just from working with them in the past. And so we reconnected and we started, um, talking about my ideas and she was like showing me some leathers that like they've never used before or like would be super fun. And, with my boots, I really wanted like a very versatile boot. I know Marika did like her pink and red ones, which are really fun. And I actually wanted to do a red boot at the beginning, but they're like, what about something like this? And after I saw the leather samples, I was like, okay, I'm in love with this color, in love with this texture. I feel like it's something that's not really in the market yet and it's yeah. just so versatile. And it's essentially the same boot in a, both a taller and like a shorter shaft length. And so, You know, if people are a boot person or a booty person, you know, they can pick and choose. It's not like so different from each other that they feel like they have to spend like $600 to get both. Um, And so that was a big thing. I wanted the versatile boot that any girl could feel like she could pair with like all of her outfits. And we put that into production and they sent me the sample back um, like in the, in this past winter, I got the sample boot. And it was just so cool because they put our signatures on the bottom. And so just so gonna, like cool. see that and and that is now legacied into like their, um, I forget the words that they use to say this, but like now my boot with my name on the bottom is like legacied into their collections. Like they're just going to keep reprodu- like producing them. Um, so like that legacy of like the West Esperado Lane boot legacy is just going to like keep moving forward. Um, and so, hopefully, in the future, we can even dive into more pairs. But it was a very cool moment, like I said, full circle, since they were the first boot company I ever like really worked with as West Desperado
0: it was cool because I've I've only ever seen the only influencers partnerships I've seen have been yours besides yours with Huey and yours with rock and roll and then seeing lane do it it's just like really cool to see that growth in the industry and another brand picking up like I think this is a good idea and having you and marika do it at the same time was really cool too because like you guys produced two completely different boots like really like there was something for everybody like if you wanted something more like you wanted the pink or the red and that kind of vibe or if you wanted the I can wear it with everything or I need a booty like whatever like it was like perfect like a d- different just versatile and cool like I just Lane is such a cool brand like they have a really like iconic like the blue bottoms like everything about it I just thought it was really smart of them and hopefully we see more brands like take notice of that and continue it but I loved getting to see the whole like the, the rollout for you guys and I think it was a great idea from them
1: yeah and Marike and I really didn't like talk to each other like in the creative process like we both knew that we were doing boots with them but like we didn't tell each other, like, what our final product boot was going to be. And so, like, we had her and I do, like, FaceTime calls every once in a while, like, the little coffee dates. And we're like, okay, so, like, what boots did you settle on? And it was, like, after we had already already gotten our samples. And so, it was cool that between her and I, like, I feel like we came out with, like, such different products, but that both reflected each of our brands, like, very well. Like, if Marika didn't have a pink boot like that, I would have been more surprised than if she yeah. did have a pink boot, boot, you know, like it's such, it's so her. And I also feel like the tan, like rough out suede was also like very, like very much on brand for me. So it was really cool that since we did those kind of at the same time, like they were still like so different from each other that people weren't really picking and choosing like, well, her boots better or her, her boots better. Cause it's like, they're so different. It's so on brand for each of us.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and I that I, that's what I was telling her when I talked to, and I was like, I feel like I would be like i need two pairs of these one that i can just put on a shelf because it has my freaking signature on it like how cool is that i'd be like terrified to wear them i want them to like stay intact forever you know um but yeah like i said hopefully we see more of that kind of stuff within the industry i think we will there's been some cool developments in the last year that and like the trip you guys took with boot barn was like super cool that was last year right
1: yeah that was 2022 and that was i think the first like influencer trip they've done because i know like boot barn has really stepped up in Kind of more of like their experiences like they're hosting their in-person fashion shows or like doing stuff like during fashion week and like they're really good about working with influencers and not just western ones you know ones across like the whole spectrum um and so that was really cool to be invited on kind of like their inaugural trip and just really see like they're showing like how they care for like the people that they're choosing to work with. And I feel like that's also reflected in some of the other like product partnerships that I've locked into. Like, it's crazy. This whole idea of an influencer content creator that kind of came out of nowhere is now like helping being creatives behind product pushes for brands, like, and just showing that brands like really do care about those kinds of partners. And so it's really meant a lot to me, like the three big partners that I've been working with for those years and have wanted to do product pushes with me like I definitely don't take it for granted and I'm always like such like an emotional little girly when I like get approached about him and it's just like
0: that's huge. You've, like, really created a a brand for yourself that's larger than you. Like, I I can't remember who I was talking to. I think it was about the Lane Boot thing. And I was talking about, like, even if, like, you decided tomorrow that you didn't want to be an influencer anymore, you're like, I'm retiring, I'm not putting my face on the internet, everyone would know the West Desperado brand because you've just put so much, so many years and so much work into it. Like, if I was walking through a store, didn't know you had a clothing line with, who knows whatever and i sought West desperado on something i would buy it even if i hadn't seen your face in a year because i just you just know you know what i mean you've done a really great job at like creating that and it's it definitely has its own legacy and it's it's been really it's like the first of its kind in our industry it's cool to see like it it growing and becoming what it is and like now you have boots and i mean the perfume like all the different things it's so cool and it's funny because i
1: think it was like two years ago I mean, I was working with rock and roll denim at this point, but I was like, man, like, why did I come up with West Esperado? Like, I want people to know, like Shaylee, like, I want them to know me. And I like, I was honestly, like, so close to changing my handle to Shaylee Ham. Because I was like, I want people to know me. And I even like changed my Facebook to like West Esperado by Shaylee Ham. Like, that's like the name of like the page. And like, I've thought, I've thought about it, like, since I had that thought. And I'm like, you know what, like, I've really worked hard to like build something that's beyond just like shately, you know, like, like you said, like, I've really pushed, to like build a brand that's like bigger than me. And it's like something I'm super proud of. And so like, I don't know what I would be without West Desperado at this point. Like, it really is like, it was like a meant to be thing that I wanted to come up with some kind of name for whatever I decided I was doing.
0: And I feel, I remember you uh, probably around the time you're talking about posting on your stories, people were like asking for tips about influencing or whatever. And that was one of the tips that you said, like, use your real name. And I was like, I think that the other name is so genius because you, it builds, like you said, it builds your brand you're able to like take pieces of it if you wanted to start like if you wanted to start a podcast or whatever, you could call it West something. It doesn't even have to be West Esperado, but it can be attached to the West Esperado name. And within the West Esperado family, you know, you have all these like branding elements you can use outside of just your name, which is such a huge deal. So important. And I think it's been a big part of your success too. And the reason like you can put West Esperado on a t-shirt. People want to wear that like, cause it's West Esperado, but like your straight up name. Like, I don't know how many people want to walk around with Katie on their, sh- on their shirt, you know, like just my name, like probably not. So that's been a super cool like, uh, I think a really good choice of yours. It's crazy how you look back and things that you didn't really try on purpose end up being things that help you out. You know, like you're meant to be doing this. Okay. So I have a couple fun questions. What is something that people might not know about you that you want to share?
1: Um, I'm trying to think. I like just shared a post that had some fun little tidbits about me. Um, I would say a lot of people probably don't understand that I am actually an introverted person. Um, I do, like, with all the, like, in-person events I go to, I have to be an extroverted introvert. But, like, public speaking makes me want to just, like, die and, like, cuddle up in a corner and just start crying. I've had a couple instances where I've given public speeches and I get, like, the shaky, like, almost crying voice that I just, like, I can't control it. And so I'm actually, like, even though I put my life and, like, a lot of stuff about me and, like, m- me and Nick, like, our fa- our lifestyle, our family, like, yeah. online, you know, like, it's not, if you were to just see me at a party, like, I'm the person that's just, like, sipping my beer, like, kind of keeping to myself.
0: Which is so surprising. I, I would have never guessed that about you, I, like, really, because you are, you do such a good job of acting. Like you are like, you like being extroverted. And I feel like the the internet has a funny way of making you feel like you're, it's private. As weird as that sounds, like my Instagram feels like I'm talking to only like my friends, even though it's not that at all. Like it's, there's a lot. I have
1: like that same realization, especially during NFR when it's like these people come out of the woodworks or it's like these little kids or like like anyone. And they're like, oh my gosh, my daughter loves you. Or like, I've been following you for so many years and we like cry together. And it's, like, I think I don't even understand myself, like, the reach that I have with, like, who I'm actually talking to. Because, I mean, most, I'm lucky most days if I, like, leave my house or, like, go to town once a week to get groceries. Like, I really am just kind of, like, you know, here doing my business, like, doing my work with my animals. And, like, you kind of forget that, like, no, you're talking to, like, thousands of people. Like, you're sharing this with thousands of people. And I guess, like, behind a screen, you can just, like, feel, like, more at ease and more comfort. And I mean I do have like such a supportive community that like I'm not scared to share, you know, whatever may come up. I do keep some stuff private still, but and I'm always like true to like really showing like who I am. Like it is kind of like acting, but at the same time it's acting for like for a bigger version of yourself, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, at NFR every year I'm like, holy crap, like I I really like can see it because I see the people and I'm like, I didn't even think like this huge Brazilian following I have. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like
0: No, and I, like, also when I meet somebody from my real life that I don't realize is, like, keeping up with what I'm doing, like, my husband's cousin watches my stories sometimes, and then I'll see him in real life, he's like, oh yeah, you were blah blah blah, and I'm like, I should really consider what I'm posting, because I, like, share when I'm on my period on here, and, like, Ethan's cousin knows, like, when I'm on my period, like, (laughs) that's, you know, just, like, that's the moment where you're like, oh, it's not, like, a void that I'm just, like, shouting into, there's, like, people like real people watching this maybe maybe should think about that but yeah no and i think that's like i think most people that do this are introverted like there are obviously lots of people that aren't but i think a lot of people it's comforting and if you can talk to yourself for hours you're you're probably have some introverted parts of you you know like wanting just you could talk to a screen for that long uh but there's like something comforting about it it's kind of like journaling in a way but to everyone everyone gets to see it you know (laughs) yeah okay so is there anything like style wise new things that you're super into that you're loving right now
1: okay yes I, I don't know like how new it is because of, it's not I want to say it's a trend I would say it's more of a timeless thing but like denim vests and like vest capes in general that are kind of like really buzzing right now and I'm gonna toot my own horn and people are probably gonna think I'm stuck up for saying this but like I really feel like I kind of re kickstarted started this trend because early 2022 I wore a vest like as a shirt like a little denim vest it was a scully one so it had some beaded stuff and I like hadn't really seen people like wear them in a few years and I'm like you know what this is cute like even if it's not like in style I'm gonna wear it and I like even predicted I put it out there I was like I'm gonna project that vests are going to become like a
0: big thing and now it's like every girl
1: with their outfits and i'm like
0: okay. yeah like you know you said it was i predicted this i i manifested this no 100%. and it's like i i'm like i'm probably too proud of it but like i
1: feel like no. i'm not really one to the, the start a lot of trends you know like like i like some trends but i try to keep like very like classic with myself and so the fact that I feel like I kind of influenced like this little part of the fashion world I'm like okay I'll take credit for that one
0: no you definitely did you definitely did I I have the same when I like was I I was doing design work for a long time just behind the screen not like present you know face wise on the internet and I was doing a lot of stuff and I realized that certain trends or things that I, the way that I was drawing was being popular and people would say the same thing to me like you totally that's like your style like you kicked that off and I'm like no I didn't <laughs> there's no way like I wouldn't own it but it is true like literally you did you totally did what what it
1: someone that I have noticed like over the years I've been following her forever Gypsy Jordy. I feel like she's really good at like starting trends yes. and I don't know what it is but like her or even like uh, Stay in Your Lane, I feel like some, like the way she wears her jewelry, like yeah. people weren't wearing it like that. And then I saw like she kind of was like just wearing the whole big mess. And then I noticed other people like wearing similar pieces to her. So like those two girls, I feel like they're so true to themselves that then it's like people are seeing it and like, oh my gosh, I want to, you know, kind of wear that. And not necessarily that it's like a trend, but like emulating her style. And so I feel like, Especially Jordy, I feel like since I started following her, I'm like I see her do something, wear things a certain way, and then it like kinda of becomes a buzz in the Western yeah. industry.
0: Well, she's like always going outside like any and if she does start a trend, she like removes herself from it and moves on to the next thing right away. Like she's constantly changing the way she dresses, the way she styles pieces, like what kind of colors like you'll go through her feed, and there's like certain colors she leans into for a while. And then you see her move on. Like I love the way that she documents it, too, because she just naturally shows it evolving. And I love that she's always been her and Lena both been super big inspirations to me. I feel like they do a good job of blending like outside elements into western but keeping it really western even with that which is super cool yeah though they're they i definitely agree with that especially the jewelry thing with lane because that's why i started stacking my necklaces is because of lane like i was like i need like 60 different 60 different chains all on top of each other and like four lengths of navajo pearls like on my neck like at one time i'm gonna weigh myself down literally um yeah no um so for nfr are you you're staying the whole 10 days i'm guessing Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this is so crazy because it's freaking so close to Christmas this year. I, uh, yeah, tell do you know why? Start on
1: the first Thursday of the month. And so this last, last year, the December 1st was a Thursday, but now since like, you know, calendar year, it moves one day. So now the first Thursday isn't until like the 7th
0: I was trying to figure out I was like why did they move it and then I heard I don't know if this is true or not that they got rid of the second floor of the convention center for cowboy Christmas I've been
1: hearing the rumors I heard that they're moving it to a different hall of the convention center like because it was in the south hall or it's been in the south hall for a number of years and they're Mm -hmm. moving it to like the north or the west hall um don't quote me on that but be ready that cowboy christmas at the las vegas convention center might it's gonna it's
0: gonna be different yeah because i remember they were saying that last year that it was gonna be that something was changing about it and i was like what like i it, it sounded like they were reducing the space and i was like why would they reduce it like we honestly moving it so they can expand it since they just have like so much interest and they had something Something else is moving. I can't remember what hotel it is that like got rid of their Mandalay Bay.
1: Yep. um, That shopping center. I forget. I think that's the Roper Country Christmas. (laughs) No, I think it's Stetson Stetson Country Christmas. I don't know. I think it's Stetson Country Christmas. It's moving, but I couldn't tell you where they're moving. But I when I was walking around last year I saw the signs like, Oh, it's at this location next year and I'm like,
0: What? (laughs) I thought it was like gold nugget or something like a really weird niche hotel. That's like, wasn't it's getting redone. I think this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how this year goes. Cause I feel like last year felt really transitional and strange. There was a lot of new events that happened and like, I don't know just a different like crowd of people and then w- way more like i i noticed like way more vendors at cowboy christmas than like other years like other years you know you get to the back where the food is and it's like you got like a mile of just empty and then you're you know this year it was like right up to the to the gate where the tables were i was like wow this is like definitely growing so it'll be interesting to see i know i've got i was telling Marika this i have gotten more dms this year and especially weirdly in like august july about attending the nfr for people that have never had anything to do with rodeo like messaging me saying they found me here or there they watch my youtube video and they want to go to uh, what is the nfr how do i go how do i get a ticket and i'm like i've not had people from outside the industry ever like lots of within the industry people but never with from outside so i thought that was pretty cool so we'll see
1: and i remember hearing from like uber drivers and just people that are like las vegas residents they said last year was like record-breaking number of people in Vegas and like most of that is contributed to the NFR I know there's like I think there's like some fights that happen in town or like hockey games or any stuff like that but like the way that the NFR has grown even in this will be my eighth year going but like since 2016 like my first year like I feel like it was not as like I don't want to say chaotic, but, like, organized chaos, but, like, just mass of people has, like,
0: increased so much over the last few years. Well, and the demographic has changed so much. I went in 2016, too, and it was just cowboys, like, everywhere, like, team ropers, people that were roping, and then you had, like, families that were coming to watch, like, watch their contestants, you know, at... Like the world series stuff or whatever like not a ton outside that it was obviously a lot of people still but now like the demographic is so different and like i was telling a couple of the girls in my dms they were asking about like what is there to do or like do i have to go to the rodeo i was like you don't have to go to the rodeo there's viewing parties everywhere every night like most of the people i know don't even attend a single night of actual rodeo they're just watching it from bars or whatever which is so insane like that's like a super bowl level thing like to travel somewhere just to be around the sporting event not even to attend it just to be in the area that it's happening like that's a crazy crazy thing but I think this year will be super interesting and I'm wondering I'm hoping there's going to be like some bigger different things that they include like I know there's like opportunity for different events and stuff and I'm hoping I'm hoping that there's changes with that this year because I feel like we had a good uh slight slight change last year hopefully even more this year which will be cool I'm nervous it's so close to Christmas but I know.
1: We're going to literally get home and be like, okay, Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yeah,
0: basically. um,
1: I know that, oh, why am I spacing it? The Mirage is supposed to be changing to the Hard Rock Hotel. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be changed last year. It obviously wasn't. And I know they throw a big after party because Las Vegas events, I think, is the one that, like, Kind of host that like free after party with all the concerts so yeah i'm interested to see if it has changed by this nfr um like how different that's gonna be if it's still gonna be a place where like a lot of stuff is happening at yeah,
0: yeah. do you have any goals for like going on for the rest of the year before nfr that you want to meet anything that you're really trying to to do or delve into
1: yeah i actually have gotten a lot of stuff figured out for NFR already which I'm like patting myself on the back because like usually I'm waiting until like October because I'm like oh I just have too much other stuff going on to like think about it but like I already kind of have like my hotel situation figured out because I'm working with the Virgin Hotels again which is also like Rock and Roll Denim's host hotel so they were able to connect me with the Virgin last year and everything was kind of last minute and so I like reached back out to him early this year I was like hey like here's what we did last year, here's how I think we can improve. And so like, they're gonna be giving me a discount code. I know the code, but I don't know exactly when it's gonna be active, but I'll give Saddle Bunny people a heads up. It's Shaley23 is gonna be the discount code. I think it's 20% off your room if you wanna stay there for those weeks. Nice. Um, so I'm like getting that kind of figured out. I have some big, big plans that I'm not ready to spill the beans on. Um, that's gonna, kind of elevate my like social appearance while I'm at NFR. I don't think that makes sense, but um, it's going to make it so I can be more present in person while I'm there with a lot of other stuff already taken care of slash ready to go on the social aspect. So just stay tuned for that, because I'm really trying to take some things to the next level um, in a way that no one really has before. And again, that sounds really ambiguous, but once I'm the time so interested. Comes, we'll be like this was what she was talking about. Like the- hey,
0: everybody here, everybody here loves a secret. They they've been in the secret zone for a month by this time, so
1: <laughs> we love the suspense. So just hang on, hang on to your reins for that cuz that's going to be if it plays out the way that me and my little sidekick are planning and it's a sidekick people probably aren't thinking of who it is, it's someone else um it's gonna be amazing um and so I'm just trying to get ahead of the game so that I'm not super panicked like I want to have my outfits ready to go like early November instead of like around Thanksgiving when I'm like panicking because the mail's not being delivered and like I'm waiting on a package Uh, yeah and so like I was even thinking before this meeting I'm like shoot I should start like making my NFR packages like and just like literally launch them and just see what brands are interested. I mean, I feel like I have already gotten a few NFR brand partner inquiries from a couple of people. So it's like, I mean, brands are kind of ready to go or at least like want to hold their spot. So I'm like, I'm trying to be on top of my game so I can accommodate for them too and just make it easier.
0: It always surprises me how some people like especially brands specifically are so late to plan certain things like that because I know with Call Me Cowboy when we were running the podcast, we would have our guests done in like July or August. The Airbnb was bought in August and then we would usually if we were doing a brand or something, it would be done in August. Like we'd already have that aspect of it done. So it's crazy to me to find out like brands usually wait so much longer into the year. I feel like you should start planning it now. It makes it easier for everybody else like for you and anyone else that's trying to plan their trip, you know? Yeah. You're
1: so right. Like, even events, like events that some brands put on, like, year after year. It's, like, you're not getting the invite until, like, the week before the NFR. And that's because, like, they still haven't, like, got it all, like, lined out. And I've talked to, I think it was Rock and Roll Denim. I'm, like, how come, like, you guys are still kind of, like, scrambling, like, with these details? Like, maybe we should, like, I don't know. Is there anything I can help, like, get the ball rolling earlier? And they're, like, there's just, like, so many factors that, like, kind of go into those, I guess. Like, you know, even with, like, venues or... I don't know. Like usually it's multiple brands coming together to throw XYZ event. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm always surprised at how last minute, like big brands are with like everything they're doing. I'm like, come on guys. Like, not that you're trying to cater to influencers, but just like, you know, all the different things that they have going on and it's just like, you're just now getting this figured out. Like NFR starts next week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I, I'm interested to see how this year's NFR goes for me because I'm not going, I'm just going really right now to have fun. Hopefully I tack on some kind of projects because that's just my, you know, MO, I need to be doing something. But uh, we don't have Call Me Cowboy this year at the NFR. So I'm just, I'm there for 10 days. I have an interview with my friends Taylor and Garin. I, who knows what I'll do. Hopefully I go to one night of rodeo this year. I would really love to be able to do that if I can plan my life well enough. Um, but besides that, I'm just, i my number one goal this year is to not be stressed and just to have fun like to just enjoy it sleep in not wake up at you know 5am every day like i usually do so
1: was so last year was my first year that i was kind of like okay i want to take more control of like my schedule what i'm saying yes to what i'm allowing myself to do and i mean i set some like hard boundaries and said no to more opportunities than i said yes to and i still came out like on top with like what i made out there because that i mean nfr for me is a business trip so i'm there to make money I usually will try to break even, but I've, like, figured out a good system that, like, now I can come out on top for, like, myself and my business. And last year, I, like, set some very hard boundaries for myself, and this year I'm, like, even increasing those. And I will say, like, having the time to relax or just, like, go shop and enjoy or, like, be able to stay out until 3 a.m. and not have to worry about, like, getting up at 5 because I have done that. And like woken up at five for a photo shoot, I only got like two hours of sleep and it's like, why am I doing this to myself? And so you're gonna love being able to like have that flexibility, I think like, I know that that made a world of a difference and I still can improve on it and I'm still planning to improve it. Um, But yeah, draining yourself or running around town like nonstop is just not worth it in my opinion.
0: No, it isn't. And I I was just telling Marika that I'm like, what did you learn? What's a big thing you learned this year? And she's like balance. And I'm like, I say that every year, but I never actually do do it. <laughs> I just love that. I live for the chaos. Okay. So is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to tell people about? Um, I don't think so. Um,
1: nothing too crazy happening. A lot of stuff is still kind of like under the radar you know i'm just kind of having my little fun girl summer traveling nice and working when i want to so good for you you deserve it
0: can't say we didn't live life (laughs) exactly love love that okay well that's gonna be it for this week guys thank you so much for listening make sure you guys uh rate the podcast like leave a, a review tell us what you thought of this um give us five stars if you give us less than five stars then just like maybe don't rate it at all just just don't rate it um <laughs> I would appreciate if you hold your negative comments actually dm me on instagram if you have a negative comment and then we can talk about it together in a constructive way okay but that's it guys we will see you next week thank you so much for listening